This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. You can call 603-283-6160. We do have a caller on the line still, but Free Talk Live is brought to you by ForkFest, happening June 13th through the 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, forkfest.party that's forkfest.party and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie riley and nikki and on the phone we have scott scott you wanted to wrap up some of the malay javier malay the ancap president of argentina um some stuff you were telling us about him and also tell us the story about the province that tried to you know opt out by creating their own crappy currency and what happened there (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know if we discussed this last time, but with it, um, but in January, Argentina had its first budget surplus since uh, since like 2010. So it's been at least 12 years since their last budget surplus. So. So I should explain uh, what that means. We did talk about this on Thursday, not you and I, Scott, but um, on a different show, we brought up, uh, had an article that talked about him, um, you know, kind of balancing the budget for the first time. And I think it was nine years um, in in a surplus is when the government is at least taking in more money than they're spending. So they're not just spending over and putting the people into debt or like printing more money to cover it and causing inflation. They, they have a surplus for the first time since you said 2009. Something like that. It, uh, it's like at least 12 years. So wow. that's, that's, that's kind of wow. incredible. Yeah. That is really incredible. Right. And obviously their, their deficits have been funded with money printing, money creation. <laughs> this is the reason why they have 200% inflation, which, uh, an economist put this in perspective in the United States, that would be like cutting one in, in nine weeks, nine weeks, cutting $1.2 trillion worth of federal spending and, and then having a $400 billion surplus, which is quite, it's quite, it's quite insane. It's 5% of GDP in nine weeks, which has never happened before besides cutting down from military spending after a war. That's the only other time where spending has been cut that rapidly. So it is quite in- incredible 
the uh, cast, the political elites are absolutely hating it. <laughs> and they actually failed, uh, didn't pass his bases law because of these trust funds that they apparently the, the government would give these political parties, these political elites, all this money, and there was no transparency whatsoever. So they would give them all this money, and they would use it on charitable things. So supposedly building houses, whatever, charitable mm -hmm. activities, and et cetera. Turns out, guess what they are doing? Corruption. Uh, in one case, they were supposed to build like 6,000 houses, only it only turned out to be 400 so they're giving billions of dollars to these trust funds so malay they would not pass the basis law because they wouldn't they didn't want malay to audit these trust funds hmm. so guess what malay does he abolishes the trust funds he just wow. like okay wow. i'm just going to abolish these things and he has apparently that power because they they originate from the federal government wow that's pretty so, awesome so and hilarious yeah, so he's in. They this is this has caused the political elite in Argentina to go absolutely crazy, um, and they are actually trying to impeach Malay right now. Really, just in our chat group, right? However, with you know within three four months of of uh, three months of being president, they're already trying to impeach him. I, Looks I like can't they believe won't have enough that. Votes to do that. I just can't believe that I can't understand how you would even um, put forth your argument and try to explain to the people why what he's doing is wrong when what he's doing is being more responsible with their money. Right. But these people are, are desperate and this is how they make a living is robbing other Argentines and Malay is putting an end to it. So they're, they're very desperate. Fortunately, it looks like, He's got enough support in Congress to thwart the attempt, but there's if you're if you if you watch very closely, there's been about five coup attempts so far on Malay. So, yeah, the, he's 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 unfortunately, but and luckily, he's about six. He's got about sixty percent of the people support him. He's got sixty percent job approval, which is very very good in today's age. Of politics, so yeah. yeah, he's he's he. They're really trying to coup him, which is very interesting. I was a little nervous about it a few days ago, but it looks like he's got enough support to to fight it off. Nice. Um, and and when you're talking about the, so when he cut the the transfers to the provinces, there are some of these provinces that are very fiscally irresponsible. One of them is called La Rioja. Mm -hmm. It's in the northwest corner of the of the country. It's a wine country. There's a lot of wines. You actually might go to the store and find a wine from La Rioja in in in, in the grocery store. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's a yeah, it's a beautiful place. The wine all of Argentina is beautiful, but the governor there, instead of trying to cut spending did another path uh, in Argentina the, the the provinces can actually create their own currencies oh interesting uh, that is interesting right. and, I'd never heard that yeah they, yeah they can create their own currencies and um and, I and, mean like that could be a good thing if they were you know 
Well, if their currency is worthless, right? It would be a good thing if they could create a new one, right? Yeah, it could be a good thing if they create a good one. Yeah, a good one. Yeah, that's like backed by something. Yeah, it would would have to be backed. Maybe if you backed it by, uh, I don't know, Bitcoin or gold or something, it would be worth something. But they're definitely not going to do that. So they just printed out a bunch of paper. But the other thing about it is it's it's not like it's just like circulating around for the people, right? Isn't it only for the political elite to use? Well, yeah, right. It it was to because they have so many government workers. Mm-hmm. They were paying their government workers 30% of their salary with this money that they just created. So that's confusing because then how would it how would they use it? That's a good point. So then, like, would like stores and stuff have to accept? Yeah. No. Both currencies. Like, what do they do with it at that point? They, well, they do not have to accept it, and certainly out of outside of La Rioja, the province, that province, nobody would accept this currency. Hmm. And within the province, it turns out like nobody is accepting the currency. Hmm. So, so that's like kind of worthless then. Yeah, it's it. It sounds right. like so if, you, if no one's using it, you got a worthless currency. It's a bad plan, right? Nobody, and if nobody accepts it, it, it's totally worthless. So, within a few days, uh, <laughs> the the government defaulted on their debt. So, and they were gonna they're paying thirty percent of the salaries of the salaries of thirty percent of their workers' salaries with this currency essentially giving them a 30% pay cut. Wow. And um, within, because this, because this currency apparently has already failed within a few days, because nobody will accept it. And the, is... the, the, the workers therefore won't accept it. They've already defaulted on their debt. And I believe that Malay is only preventing like $18 million from entering the province. That's it. So okay. you can imagine a state defaulting on their debt. <laughs> just because of the that. The federal government is, is just withholding $13 million. And it's just like, it's pretty hilarious. I really wanted you to tell the story because it's like, this was their like, okay, whatever, a few uh, Malay, we're going to do this. And they failed in a few days. This, this is just people who don't understand like um, money at yeah. all. Or and, economics for that matter. Right. It's right. just kind yeah, of hilarious. They, and they're running the country. Right. That governor said that before the election, said that if Malay won, he would resign. <laughs> and, and guess what? He has not resigned. He might want to resign now. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, we'll see. Uh, they might. They, he, he's trying to do this bankruptcy stuff where they're going to restructure his debt. But that would mean that somebody has to buy the debt or some, some, somebody, somebody has to buy the debt from him and i don't know who the heck would do that i'm really glad so. that it's like not only did it just like fail but he had paid the government workers 30 percent of their salary in it so they you know they just missed out on that now mm-hmm. it's pretty hilarious right. like honestly it's not like i want people to suffer or something like that but like it's not the it's the people who are causing an entire country's life to be really bad like yeah. over 50 percent poverty so it's not just like regular people um that i'm like laughing about them Losing money, it's the type of people that are, you know, it's like actual criminals, people who are harming other people. Right. The the whole government in Argentina is criminals. That's who Malay has to deal with, literally just criminals. 
in, in the traditional sense, mobsters, people that live off of other people, coercively, and that's the Argentinian mooches. government. Yeah, the, totally the mooches, mooches, the moochers and the looters. And that's who Malay has to deal with. Yeah. Uh, he, every day, it's, it's funny, if you watch it, every single day he's doing something that's cool. He's cutting some government program. He's, 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 uh, he just, he just uh, rejected they were going to build five universities, and I think in Buenos Aires, five universities. I, I, and he just rejected all of those universities because we're like, no, I plata. We don't have any money. Um, he 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 just abolished the Institute Against Discrimination. Uh, oh yes, this the, is a, a great one for you to bring up the um, National Institution Against Discrimination and for Inclusion or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was. It, oh, go ahead. It was a it was very oppressive and apparently had a lot of power right in trying to dictate speech and harass people for political incorrectness. I didn't realize how much power it had. Immediately like some some stuff started changing right like right away that I didn't realize like wow, this little um department had influence over that. So what they were was they were a group of 400 government employees whose job was basically being activists against xenophobia, against racism, against um what's it called anti-semitism and i think that's a great thing to point out whenever people are trying to say oh um javier malay is just a psyops he's a jew you know that right and he's like just you know he's pro-israel well he got rid of the um national institute against basically anti-semitism and um these people were just um absolute moocher parasites 400 of them and javier got them all fired because i mean it's a completely useless um bad department that they were running there and they were you know there was like a bakery who was making cakes that look like little people and like they had little black people looking ones and they weren't allowed to make them until that institute went away and it's that's weird black people exist i'm sorry you can't make a cookie that looks that seems like like the opposite of what they should be doing right yeah, exactly it seems like they should be promoting it seems racist it was like you know cartoony looking so maybe that, oh. that their whole thing oh. was like it's not like they're making fun of black people yeah it's, it's not just like it was not, like blackface or something it's they just, just like they're anti um you know or what's the word i'm trying to say they're they're being really they're not as woke there like yeah. it's not like it's a big deal to draw a black person in because it's, here it's like the opposite right where they're like over inclusion they're like oh we have to like really really represent minorities which well, absolutely had you know there was there was a time and a place for that but now i think it like goes in the but other they've direction. even kind of done this kind of stuff here like getting rid of aunt jemima because it's racist why yeah. was aunt jemima existing yeah, racist that's, that's like, the thing it does kind of like isn't that like the definition of like whitewashing right yeah. it's like you're right. you're taking yeah it's like something that's not inherently racist and you're making and, it racist, yeah. Or the same thing with the Native American on the Land O'Lake container. It's oh, like, yeah. okay, so now you're just like stripping away these figures. Just showing from images history. of them is racist. Yeah, like it seems like that's that exactly- is racist. You know what I mean? Like it seems like the opposite. But that's we could point to a lot of the things that uh, the the quote unquote woke left is doing. That is like the like them. They're trying so hard to not be racist. 
that, that they they're actually show their true colors. Kind yeah, of. that they're like actually being like really racist. So I don't know if that that was the. It kind of sounds like that was the case with this. It does kind of. What was it called? Oh. It, uh, the thing is, I can't remember uh, exactly. National, Na- I'm looking at it right now. National oh, cool. Institute Against Discrimination, Xenophobia, and Racism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't realize so. these people had, like, any actual power. It was just 400, like, yeah. activists being paid by the government to be activists. But, yeah, like, yeah, um, stuff is already changing there. And it's just, I think it's hilarious that he, you know, just got rid of, oh, that's useless, you know, little department. We're getting rid of them. And um, I just think he's doing stuff that actually does help the people. Like, they, the people don't need to be paying for people to tell them what kind of pastries they can make, etc. Um, anything else you have for us, Scott? Uh, I'll wrap up real quick, but I, I read a article about how the political elite in Argentina just did not expect Malay to do what he's doing. Nice. They expected him to be like every other politician where they promise a lot and do nothing. And they're shocked and a horde <laughs> that Malay is actually doing what he's promised. They, they're, they're shocked. And that's one of the reasons why he's, been so effective and uh it was it was hilarious there's a picture uh video of 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 the cast it's like the cast members and they uh the governor of buenos aires is among them he was in the he was the minister of economy during the uh, christina kirchner government he's totally corrupt he's but he's now he's the governor of buenos aires Hmm. province and he did a speech against all of what Malay is doing. And he had all of these people, and they were like mayors, um, people that benefit from the government. And they are all there watching him do his speech. And it looked like their mother had died. They were so depressed. They <laughs> were, it, was, it was absolutely hilarious to see these people so down. Um, now, these people that have mooched off of everybody else, right. and uh, that's it. It's just um, it's 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 very surprising. And if they don't coup him, if they can do dollarization, if they can do, if he can make some of these things permanent, then basically their ability to mooch off of everybody else is most mostly nullified. So amazing. Hopefully Malay can do it and he's getting closer every day to dollarizing. And that would be great. It's weird for Americans to think that, but it would actually be good in Argentina. Yeah, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, it's, it would definitely be helpful right. to have more of a, I mean, I, the dollar is not the stablest currency in the world, but it'd be definitely more helpful to have dollarization of an economy that has been horribly inflated. Right. And doesn't have the power to print it. Yeah, um, which is the big part. The other thing and is he's not doing it coercively. It's not like he's like demanding everyone get rid of their pesos. It's like he's making it to where it makes the most sense. And he's mm-hmm. going to, I, I don't know exactly all the details, like he's going to get more dollars into the economy somehow. And it's not like he's going to make the peso illegal. He's just dollarizing that way. It's like voluntary. Right. He's getting enough dollars that they can exchange dollars for pesos. And he's he's trying to get it so the rates, so that people can buy pesos or dollars without being scammed by the federal government because the federal government scams you if you try to buy dollars. Oh wow! They give you a, a worse. They give you they they give you they used to give you less than half of what what the dollar was worth. So 
if there's a thousand, if the dollar, if if there's if the dollar is worth a thousand pesos, they would give they were giving you like three hundred and fifty. Well, so nobody. It's more than half. Well, right. Yeah. So they would, uh, yeah, they were they were cu- they were cutting. Yeah. So if you wanted to buy dollars, it took over two times the amount to buy dollars. So they're scamming people. And Malay is trying. What he's trying to do is get those the same, and he's going to get rid of. It's basically a price control. The official and unofficial so, exchange rate. You mean? Right. So he's going to allow people to go through the banks to buy dollars at the at 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 the actual real rate. And therefore, people can buy dollars, and then they'll start using dollars. And then he's allowing them to use dollars in the economy. So he's making it "quote unquote" legal tender. I don't know if that if it's legal tender. He's getting rid of the legal tender log, but essentially, he's allowing uh, currency competition. You can actually, if you wanted to, you could spend and use cryptocurrency like Dash or or Bitcoin. Um, except for right now, there's I don't know if there's that many people doing it, but unlike El Salvador, which he's coercing people to do it, he's, he's saying you have to use Bitcoin, you have to accept Bitcoin. Malay saying you can accept Bitcoin, that you can accept Bitcoin, you can accept dollars. And because the peso is just so terrible, what's going to happen is once they're able to, people are just going to use dollars. Instead of the that, and that's what he means by dollarization. It's not coercive. It's allowing the best currency to win. I would just love to see American politicians down in the dumps because somebody was taking all their fun power away from them. I I just that's one of I the would best too. things. About I would love this. to see that, and you know, it's a nice and blessing that Argentina is experiencing a lot more. I don't know if they're experiencing a lot more freedom necessarily today, but. They're moving in the right direction. I think it's a great thing to watch. And as people um, like the four of us who are on the show today who care about freedom and know a bit about economics and believe in... I mean, I wouldn't, don't know if you guys would all call yourselves an ANCAP. I'd say it describes me. I'm an ANCAP, yeah. I'm not an economist, though. And... Um, no, I didn't say we are economists. I just meant we're no, interested. I know. In, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Interested in, you know, markets, freedom, yeah. you know, in the in the realm of like you said, markets. And I, I just think it's a really interesting and important thing to be watching. And it's just like it blows my yeah. mind that there is now an ANCAP president of yeah, a country. Cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Whether it um necessarily is like the you know, whatever happens there, it'll be interesting to watch. Thank you so much for the update, Scott. Um, Everybody have a good night. You too. Thank you. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. You can call in with whatever is on your mind. Talk about what we're talking about or bring up whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. teamg'day.com. teamg'day.com. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News Update. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer stated Wednesday on the Senate floor that lawmakers are very close to reaching an agreement to fund the government and prevent a shutdown by the end of the week. I'm hopeful that soon we will have an agreement for keeping the government open beyond Friday's deadline. This follows discussions between Schumer, other congressional leaders, and President Biden. If Congress doesn't take action, parts of the government will face a shutdown starting Friday night. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell announced Wednesday that he will step down from his GOP leadership position in November, citing the need for the next generation of leadership. At 82 years old, McConnell said he will remain in his role until the November elections and will serve out the remainder of his term, which ends in 2027. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has declared a disaster in 60 counties due to a wildfire in the Texas Panhandle. The Smokehouse Creek Fire has consumed 500,000 acres. John Schaefer, USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
Live, talk radio that you control, and 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That's 603-283-6160. Are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of the big tech social media sites? Our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com can set you free. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. And with you on Free Talk Live tonight in the studio, you've got me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And in the last segment, we were talking all about, we're getting basically an update of the things that Javier Malay is doing in Argentina. And he's the world's first ANCAP president. That means anarcho-capitalist president. If you're interested in any of that, um, definitely check out any of the shows that we've done on Wednesdays where Scott from the Seacoast in New Hampshire calls in and updates us. He's very interested in that in that um what's going on there also i just you know i love my book recommendations Mm -hmm. so there is a book i believe it's called i should have had this prepared but i believe it's called the ethics of anarcho-capitalism oh it's a very easy quick read um and it's it's about it's kind of like a story about a floating trash island <laughs> it's kind of it's like a it's like a, a floating island where these people create this civilization um where it's an essentially an ancap voluntarist community um and it's just yeah it's called the ethics of anarcho-capitalism by christopher Bohr. interesting uh, i believe that is the book i'm talking about and uh, it's just like really quick read, easy read. Like a, a child could read it and understand. And it just it it makes for anyone who's like not exactly sure what ANCAP is or mm-hmm. like not sure if they really fit into that label. I highly recommend that book because it just summarizes it very nicely. And it, like I said, it's a super easy read and it makes it very very easy to conceptualize it in a practical, realistic way. Like oh. We could absolutely live in like a true and cap society that is oh, voluntary. And that's nice yeah. that there are books out there showing that, hey, this is possible. This is how it's done. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to plug that really quick. I think that's a great uh, point because you can't always just like go into a deep definition of what the heck it is every single time. Yeah. And it's also like if you talk to most libertarians, they're going to recommend like really difficult reads. It's like yeah. not everybody is going to like be able to read Rothbard and instantly be like, yeah, yeah I didn't know. Yeah. economics. It's like, not. Nah, that's like a little too far past. Yeah. yeah. I've never Some read people. Murray Rothbard or Mises and I still can understand the stuff. And you know, yeah, how? absolutely. Because there are people who have read it and they can, can explain it in videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like and summarize also, it. Yeah. Like you're saying like just the really simpler books, like the one I like to recommend to people when they're like, first first getting into it and interested just if they want to learn about like why i believe in free markets and capitalism is i pencil and it's like the story of the pencil and how the pencil got put together with the work of people from all over the entire world yeah trading together it literally makes it it makes like tears come to my eyes and that's and that's the thing too like it's awesome (laughs) because it's like that is a real life example and i think that is so valuable for people because a lot of people are like this would never work and it's like i don't know man 
These people on the floating trash island made it work. I keep calling it a trash island. I don't know if it was made out of trash, but it's like a a man-made, manufactured, like, floating island. Hmm. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily like a tra- I have trash this island. Book, but. So I thought you meant at first one of those, you know, like, collections of trash and Yeah, that's probably the- where I got that phrase from. But hmm. no, I'm sure it's a very nice place. Obviously, this is fiction. But yeah, I'm sure, you know, in the story, it's a very nice place. It is not. It's not trash. You know, the nice thing about free market principles, when you apply them to everything, people will figure it out. People will figure out how to start their own business and how to run economics if you just let let get the authority out of the way of governing people and governing how an economy is supposed to run from the top down. Let it go from the bottom up and allow for freedom because people can start their own businesses. They can have their own spiritual practices. You don't need a... You don't need an authoritarian religion telling people what their religious practices should be or or an authoritarian person telling you what an economy should look like because people can figure that out if you allow them to have freedom. Absolutely. And it's like people don't like micromanaging in their lives. Yeah. Like in regular life, like they don't like when their boss is micromanaging them. They just don't think of it the same way when it's the government because they hide behind the word government officials. Oh, this is a, a real legitimate authority I have over you. But in reality, they're just goons. They're just tyrants. They're yeah. parasites. They're mooches. Like we were saying in the last segment about the Argentinian or Argentine um, government People are just mooching off the actually productive people, like the farmers, the people yeah. that do things, the well, people, people that create are, stuff. People are sold this lie that they are being provided necessary services by the government and that there would be no way that they could survive without these necessary services. And the truth of the matter is, we could have a voluntary system where... All of those services that are provided at, you know, at force by the government could all be provided using, you know, just different private agencies and companies, and it would be much more efficient and much less expensive. Yeah, absolutely. And you wouldn't have to threaten people for for it. And if they disobey, you know, like ruin their lives, like you're not being you know, prosperous in the way we want you to by us demanding that you do things a certain way. So we're going to ruin your life. Like, how is that helping anyone? It doesn't help anybody at all. That's for the greater good. Yeah. That's what Skeeter would say. (laughs) Yeah, it is what he would say. (laughs) So somebody who actually did commit a crime that had victims named Sam Bankman Freed. He was the founder of a cryptocurrency exchange. And it turned out when it came crashing down, and tons of innocent people's money was lost forever. Well, it turned out that he was behind the scenes using people's money in ways that were um, he they didn't agree for him to use their money, and that is fraud. So that's why people call him Sam Bankman fraud. Well, apparently, the prosecution in his case are suggesting a 100-year prison sentence, and his lawyers are calling it grotesque and barbaric, and instead, they're asking for 63 to 78 months, which is, I think, the 78 was six and a half years, mm-hmm. citing their client's medical conditions, which include autism, as well as his goals to improve the world. I'm sorry, but I don't know what autism has to do with being in jail. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. I know a bunch of autistic. <laughs> so, wait, I thought that was their excuse for, like, why he scammed people. That's why he it can't is. go to jail. 
they're no, no, saying no. Uh, that it's why they want him to have less time. I'm sure there are plenty of autistic people in jail. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it really usually comes into question. All, all this is making me think is that, like, he ha- just has really good lawyers, like, much better lawyers yeah. than Ian. Ian's lawyer should say, oh, he's autistic. He's libertarian, so he's probably autistic. <laughs> And he's somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah, I mean, if you're a libertarian, you got to be on the spectrum somehow. Yeah, the thing about it is, they're. um, Are you on the spectrum, Nikki? I must be. We must be. Like, there's something obviously wrong with us because we're female libertarians. Obviously wrong with us. I I honestly don't think so. I honestly don't think that Nikki is autistic. I honestly don't think I am. But it's it's the joke. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's um, something is wrong with you if you're. Um, a libertarian because you're thinking outside the box. You're thinking outside of, you know, what school taught you to think like. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why a lot of people who actually are autistic, not making fun of them, I actually No, like genuinely, it, yeah, they have autism. Right. Which I, isn't necessarily a bad thing. I actually yeah. know, like, uh, my friend, this is, I we always get so off topic. Yeah. But my, one of my close friends, her son is autistic. He's young. I, I, I want to say he's maybe like six or seven. Mm-hmm. But she'll say, like, man, autism is like a superpower sometimes. Just because <laughs> there's certain things, like math, like, he just gets it. Right. And he's just, like, bounds ahead of, like, any other child that age because of his ability to, like, fix fixate on things right so but then i'm sure there's like social skills that he's lacking um but you know we see it with a lot of like autistic people in our community where it's like yeah man like most people are not going to understand coding or Mm -hmm. you know some of these like really intricate cryptocurrency things that you want to discuss yeah exactly you know like most people wouldn't be able to take the time to like fully understand that in depth and detail but people who are able to get interested in something and hyper fixate on it man they will be able to tell you everything about that um and it absolutely you know can be used if you learn how to to exist with autism and like overcome some of those social hurdles um absolutely yeah you you know i mean a lot of those people are way smarter than your average person like it's not necessarily a bad thing sometimes it is but in certain situations there's definitely like the type of autism that's like i can't handle like two people talking at once it's too much stimulation and that's like extreme and like those people usually have a lot harder times like even just coming off as intelligent to people yeah because because they can't explain like Mm -hmm. they might be super smart but if you can't explain it to everybody else no one's gonna know right so like it's not just like um you know people who have it the the very very worst that we're talking about they're usually smarter it's usually people who are just like you know they're somewhere on the spectrum and it's like low but they're high functioning that's what i'm trying to say yeah like there's also like like you said there it's a spectrum and i also have another person i know where her daughter had autism where she couldn't speak Hmm. and even her like kind of being able to say the alphabet was like a huge accomplishment at like seven or eight years old and Hmm. even then it's like you know those those she's not pronouncing the letters very well but like you you know what she means but yeah she can't speak well i I hope that she can maybe maybe like get past that one day i know one guy who Hmm. was nonverbal for eight years and he was like autistic and that was he was nonverbal for eight years and then yeah. 
when he got older, like he started learning to speak and he um, was like really awkward and stuff for, you know, high school and all that. And when he just turned like in his 20s, he just decided to get over it. He was like, I'm fixing this. And you guys have probably met him. Like he lives in Keene and he's a libertarian, like another autistic libertarian. So it's like the point I'm I'm making. Um, Anything's possible. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. I mean, you just have to be willing to put in the work sometimes and sometimes it's really tough and yeah, like, it's i mean with with something like that like being nonverbal and then learning how to speak or whatever hurdle somebody goes through obviously like if you're paralyzed you might not be able to like just like fix that it's like well if you prayed more dr dona did you'd be able well in, in like in certain <laughs> cases in certain cases you can right but i think like specifically with like certain things like that like with autism it's like it's all about finding the learning style that works for that person so um but it is cool if somebody's paralyzed and i can believe in learn how to walk again the power of belief but um yeah i mean that'd be cool um so i brought up autism at all because sam bankman fr- freed this fraudster he is using his lawyers are citing um his medical conditions including autism as well that's weird they're making it sound like it, this is also his medical conditions they're also citing his goals to improve the world through his now defunct crypto uh, exchange and, and it's just so funny because like i just feel like all that is is like really good lawyers like he did multiple times like go and do interviews talking about that his whole point of being in the cryptocurrency space was um i forget the word for it right now it's like it's not amnesty but the word is just means like um trying to do good for the world so he is always saying altruism there there we go thank you altruism yeah always saying that his number one goal is altruism and that's why he's in cryptocurrency so he has been recorded saying that kind of stuff so did ian so like i'm always making these parallels with him with sam bankman free because it went on the same time similar um cases except that ian wasn't actually scamming people and he sam bankman freed actually was and um i just think that ian's lawyer should have done something like you know take a million of the videos uh, from free talk live where ian was on here talking about how cryptocurrency can help the world Mm -hmm. and you know that would be a great um, argument to use against like high, like 25 years or whatever he was facing in prison or just like during the trial. And he didn't really use any of that. This guy just has a good lawyer and it makes sense to argue these things. It says one of his attorneys, Mark Mukasey, also said a report by probation officers had improperly calculated federal sentencing guidelines. They always do like Every of single course. one I've ever met. Of it happened to Chris Cantwell at first, and, you know, they got to wait to fix it. It happened to Ian at first, and they have to wait to fix it. Why are they so incompetent? So, probation had improperly calculated federal sentencing guidelines to recommend a sentence just 10 years short of the maximum potential 110-year sentence. So, most likely, he's not actually facing... It says 100-year prison sentence. It sounds to me now, reading that, article, or that um, paragraph, that it's not that prosecution is asking for 100 years it's that probation said that that's what he's facing so most likely prosecution's not going to ask for 100 years so we'll see how close it is to actually what ian's and what the prosecution in ian's case was um asking for i was actually surprised that it didn't really make sense that prosecution would be asking for 100 years that's just something the court is probably not gonna honestly give them yeah um it's usually how it goes so bankman freed 31 
has steadfastly maintained his innocence since the startling implosion of FTX. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> I know I keep making this about Ian, but it is, it's like almost a joke about like, there's the similarities and the difference, the way that the media treats him. Like it doesn't like the media never goes in like Ian Freeman, he who has steadfastly maintained his innocence since this, you know, no, they, they never they do that. They never talk about Ian's stuff. Ian maintaining his innocence. They always make him out to be a fraud. They make him out to be a fraud, and then at the very end, they throw in, oh, and his lawyer says he will be appealing. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. It's never like this, so. It just goes to show, you know, if you pay the right people, you can have them say the right things to get sympathy. Right. And um, it really does seem that, I mean, he was, like, giving all kinds of money to, like, all kinds of different corporations. Maybe media was some of them i i haven't really looked into that but that's a good um good place somewhere someone could look says um he'd said that fastly maintained his maintained his innocence since the startling implosion of ftx the crypto exchange he co-founded amid an eight billion dollar shortfall in funds wow so he was like trying to tell people he had eight billion dollars more than he had wow in allegations he had taken customer money to prop up his struggling hedge fund the other thing is like that he's convicted of that now. So normally when they talk about Ian, they just say, and he used like if, if, if they were treating Ian the same or if they're treating Sam Bankman free the same way they treat Ian, my husband, who's in prison right now for um, cryptocurrency related, quote unquote, crimes. But he actually doesn't have a victim in his case. Um, if they're treating these people the same, they would say that there was an eight billion dollar shortfall in funds and he took customer money to prop up his struggling hedge fund alameda research but instead they write um amid an eight billion dollar shortfall in funds and allegations he had taken customer money to prop up his struggling hedge fund he's convicted now i was about to say yeah, yeah like if he's already convicted then that's not really not an allegation anymore that conviction means it's not the same thing as reality in fact because but that's how just, they act like it right, is you exactly know? A conviction just means that a stupid group of people who are not your peers, who, and I call them stupid because the average American is very stupid. Um, even like average intelligence in the United States is very stupid. Compared I'm just, like, just going to say the, it. the people in Ian's case, the jury I'm talking about, they were absolutely stupid. Right. So a group of what nine people that are absolutely stupid and don't care and just want to go home were convinced to say that you did a thing. So I'm not saying that the thing is, like, I do believe that the um, facts look like Sam Bingman Fried did do this stuff. But I'm also just pointing out what a conviction actually is. In fact, it's just a group of stupid people said, oh, yeah, sure. Guilty. I want to go home. It, it's it's not the, the justice system is not set up to find the truth of things the justice system isn't something that you know you can just go talk to god and say what really happened no it's just um one group side trying to convince these nine people and the other side trying to convince them using very um both sides using very manipulative uh tactics and um you know they both have bad um what is the word they don't have good reasons for what they're doing like the they just want they want to win or they they want want money or um and and if somebody's actually guilty they're just you know doing throwing anything at the wall to stay out of jail Mm -hmm. like type of stuff so yeah well you know what they say every story has three sides his hers and god's or you know Mm -hmm. the truth truth yeah yeah his hers and the truth oh that's that's what that means so I, i heard that that there is every story has three sides but i was like i thought it just meant like 
oh, you know, so many sides. I, I guess that no, makes a lot yeah, more sense. The, yeah. His, hers, and the truth. That's funny. Um, yeah. So all I'm, all I'm trying to point out is that it's not like I'm someone who, you know, respects a conviction. Oh, I respect that the jury said that, and I got to respect the, the justice system. No, I don't respect the justice system in the United States at all. It's just legal land, a bunch of crazy people, um, you know, using word magic to make things happen. Um, almost all lawyers are extremely unethical, as in in reality unethical, not yeah. like in their field because they have their own like types of ethics. And um, I don't respect convictions at all, but I'm just pointing out that they would be calling it, they would be acting like, they wouldn't be saying allegations if it was somebody yeah. that the media anybody that the media wants to go against and that's the thing like you never know how this stuff works until it happens to you or someone you love and Mm -hmm. and you're the one in the know like you know what's really going on if you're just reading this or anything about somebody going through the justice system process you don't really know what the truth is you just don't know whether it's the media or you're actually in trial and um hearing both sides like there's evidence that's not allowed in there and the judge can just be like no we're not allowing that in because blah 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 magic words yeah there yeah it's super convoluted and it doesn't seem like there's any concrete rules like i know there is but they they don't make sense and it's like different types of court and different levels of court cases have a different set of rules and it's just like none of it makes sense it should really just be like very clear and concise what is going on here like any person in the United States should be able to understand. Oh, I agree. You shouldn't with you, even need to hire an attorney. You but... can't even speak their language. Like right. a- any court case, pretty much. Like you essentially are hiring an attorney because you can't just be like, you know, all right. Uh, being, yeah, being being in the legal system takes a certain class of people, and you're not in that class of people. So you need to hire someone who is in that class of people to understand it and help you understand it yeah. and help you navigate it. That's the thing. Like you wouldn't even be able to file a motion, right. and it, like you shouldn't even have to file motions yeah. and do all of this like crazy mumbo jumbo. Like Ian in Ian's case, or even in this dude's case, Sam Bakeman Freed, they should just be able to go up on the stand and tell their story and be like, this is the truth. This is what happened. And this is why I'm innocent. I always and that thought, should be it. I always thought that would be part of like before I met Ian, before I ever went to a jury trial and witnessed it, I always thought that that would be part of a trial. Like, it's not. There would be a part where the accused just goes up and talks and tells the jury what yeah, his what, side what story. really happened. Yeah, no, it's not. What happens is that his his jur- his lawyer gets to ask him questions and he gets to answer them, but yeah. they have to be asked a certain way. There's plenty of questions that if you ask them, the judge is going to be like, nope, and, and the um, prosecution's going to, you know... Um, object and so i guess that's when yeah. the judge will get to say nope and, and you can't just go up there and free off the top of your head say what you want the yeah. jury to know and essentially like at the end like for ian and like for other people who have these sorts of like go to trial you can like write a letter it's kind of like not like a, like a testimony kind of like just okay it, but essentially like in that letter you're supposed to be like apologizing Hmm, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're supposed to be like, oh, I'm really sorry. And you know what point, I mean? It's only like, the jur- I mean, it's only the judge. Like you don't ever get to do anything like that to the jury. No, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't make sense. And I, you know, I always go back to 200 years ago in early America. But seriously, like, and obviously those, I'm thinking of the witch trials and stuff like that. So I'm like that. I mean, at its conception, it is 
not ethical. It's just like if people are doing stuff that doesn't hurt anyone that you don't like, simply don't do business with them. Simply yeah. leave them alone and you le- and they live leave and you live. alone. Live and let live. People can't Easy. do that anymore. And it's absolutely oh, ridiculous. And there are people that get paid to bring charges against people. And it, like their incentives. That's what I was looking for earlier. Their incentives are evil. And people get into this business to make money, not to actually um, bring justice to the world. 603 It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. You can call in with whatever's on your mind. 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live. More coming up. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom. And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 